Welcome. Here we are. The last goodbye. What do you mean the last goodbye? The well, the goodbye for, for 2022. 20, well, it might be my last Well, have show. you signed I, contract yet? No. No? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. I haven't signed with Triple M either, so yeah. it's all up in the air. Uh, so this could be it. This could be it. Who are you going to get? Who would you get as your third person? Sean Ormerod and Joel Kane. Hello. You need Braith and Astra as your manager, just to shop you around. Everybody. No, I don't want a manager. Contract no, I absolutely out. don't want a manager. Mm. Um, but what I'm saying is, okay, well, if this seat is vacant, I assume Kane goes into here. Irreplaceable, Dan. Yeah, no, no. Ir it's irreplaceable. Just, mate, we just walk away and we fold it up. We say, that was good fun. Oh, well, the band's gone. the breaks. So it's been a good eight, ten year run. <laughs> uh, myself and Sturlo, and then Soward, and then, of course, we all know. And the knives come out. In the back. <laughs> Mate, I'll bring back some of those texts that you sent. <laughs> three's the per Remember it went from four to three, and then this bloke started saying, isn't three the perfect number? <laughs> yeah, because you're sacked sour, you bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh, how, if, you, if you think we're a bit cranky, people, people always cranky. say, Joel, geez, do you blokes actually hate each other? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would say it's more of a brotherly yes. relationship. Yes. Comfortable, comfortable you've relationship. Gotta, yes, yes, you've got to take the piss out of each other. For instance, last week, I had a segment and it was the most convincing thing I've ever done on this podcast. I did this 10-minute soliloquy on why New Zealand will win the World Cup and why they're great odds at $5. But I said, Sean, don't kill, don't, don't, don't affect the market. Well, these two conspired. <laughs> they got Cam to edit it out. Right? So it's not in the podcast. <laughs> and then I go on the Wednesday morning, I'm sitting there in Townsville, $4.50. What, an, oh, what, what an elaborate... How did the market change in 12 hours? <laughs> what an elaborate no scheme. New Zealand on the World Cup. Uh, you are a crook. You are what, scum. What an elaborate uh, scheme to find a $5.50 winner. Hey? Oh, maybe it was, yeah. maybe it was the same 50. hackers. And they're the $4.50. Maybe it was the hackers that got a hold of uh, Optus during the week. Well, had, had, had nothing to do with the, with the day the teams announced with the hottest side they've ever produced. Nah, nothing it just had all to do nah. with yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. soliloquy. I choose conspiracy. Well, the, the soliloquy didn't exist. Because it never aired. Why do you think I got the good price? Look what I'm wearing. The black and white of... Uh, of New Zealand. Of New Zealand, yes. And congrats to those that backed over our soliloquy mentions, yeah. over a half soliloquies. <laughs> Are either of you Optus customers? Yes. Ooh. So, how have you reacted to the... Well, I haven't, mate, to be honest have with you. Have you been... Give you know a what? Some note. See, Dan, I grew up in a house, right? Many houses. We never locked the front door, right? And... and I'd say, Dad, why don't you ever lock the door? He goes, mate, if someone broke into our house, they'd have a quick look around, they'd go and knock something <laughs> off from down the road and bring it over to us, right? He used to say that. So I've always been carefree and relaxed, and so I actually, embarrassingly, haven't even followed up on the story. You that boring a life that you've got <clears throat> nothing that you're, that you're worried is going to get out there? No, I've, I've not even looked at it. I've seen, I've seen your stock portfolio, Sugar. I'd be very worried. But what, what, they got a hold fill, of that. Fill me in. Fill, fill, Craig David, know. fill me in. Text messages. I don't know. I don't even know what they've got. I'm not an Optus person. Oh. Uh, How do you know if you've been hacked? I don't know. You get a ransom note, like I saw on the news last night, apparently. Oh, well, is it true yeah. the hacker wanted $1 million? Yeah. Is that right? But if, you, if you're a hacker, you go into all that trouble, at least stick to your guns. They've, they've, with, they've withdrawn the, uh, the ransom request. So it's all, done, said, it's all uh, done, isn't it? If you've made a ransom request and withdrawn it, does that no longer exist? I.e., because obviously <laughs> it's another crime. Well, do they still have the data? The Sonya data? I don't. It's a, the data we, uniforms? Like normal on this show, we're talking about issues we have no is idea it, about. But is it a ransom request unless you've cut it out of the woman's day and stuck the old uh, different letters on the paper and actually oh, sent yeah, it to Optus? Yeah, nah. Is that really a ransom note? Don't think so. 
Well, if it's a million dollars that they've asked for, ah, go to the effort. You know what? To be honest with you, that sounds a bit light. Well, he could be a genius. Yeah. Do we know it's a he? Oh, very sexy. Pretty ordinary criminal. I'd yeah. say it's probably a he. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, a million is one that Optus would go, let's just pay it and get good. That's it. right. So it might be a genius. What might have happened, you reckon? Oh, I don't know. It, it's it's such a pathetic amount. I'm thinking it probably is true. Pathetic like amount. A, if you're going to go to... I'd love to be on good aid money. One million dollars is a pathetic amount. Optus or Telstra or Vodafone. <laughs> I don't know what... It seems to be worth more than a million dollars. Let's get back to the Telstra Premiership, shall we? Uh, the, yes, the, 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 unhacked, the unhacked Telstra Premiership. Oh, wonderful, wonderful yeah. brand Telstra. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about last week's games as we get ready for the uh, grand final. <laughs> These two got the best bets. <laughs> and <sighs> head, Eels head-to-head, great bet. <clears throat> Carl Lungy anytime, great bet. And I thought, why don't I just multi them up this week? No, I thought oh, I can't. I can't let them down again. It's Penrith first half margin nine and a half lead. Well, at least that bet was dead pretty quickly. Did you get and any DM sliders, Shulk, throughout oh. the week? Just uh, reminding us of the fact that we were two yeah, for yeah, three again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a DM slide. Let us down. I, I got a very, very. It's got to be five times. I could almost sense in this um, this person's message just the the, the disappointment, and it, all, all it started was, well, Dan's let us down again. It would have been Ghanaian. Well, to be fair, that's on them because you know what we've been doing it all year. Yeah, you know I'm shit. What about this? What about this, right? So our man Cam, or he calls himself the captain of the, the captain, flight, the right? self-proclaimed captain, captain, the captain, Cam Rowe. What about his bet? So he had Panthers bunnies half time. Over 19 and a half points. Oh. And. Oh. And. Penrith to have over 11 and a half first half points. Kiss on the you know what. Wow. He had them both. So thank Campbell you. Graham. Campbell Graham. And then Brian Cam Tuttle. ran away with the money with Brian Tottle. By the way, well, why did Cody Walker not just go low? And as a result, it just knocked out half their team. And it, uh, yeah, like <laughs> they went down like nine pins, didn't they? Because yeah. Damien Cook, that was just weird, the way he just took If Cody doesn't, ch- doesn't even chase, that Cookie makes a tackle. Damien Cook looked like he was coming down the home straight at Flemington and he just took a clip of another horse. And that was the end of it. There was an, he was going to win for sure. An embarrassing effort by Lachlan Ilias, his attempt. He just... Like a, like a kid when you see a big puddle on the footy field after training. Yeah. He just went and tried to slide through. Oh, didn't, didn't, didn't even make an attempt at a, to get to get it's the ankles at all. He just sort of just it, laid oh, down that, the that, grass. That, that's the call of the bailout. Don't want to run an extra yeah, 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 yeah. He knew he was no chance. He just thought, oh, I'm just going to die. <laughs> who, had the, who had it this year? It was Cam McGuinness. Remember Cam McGuinness? That's with right. the <laughs> This needs a JFK... Zapruder film style. <laughs> now, if we see Lachlan Elias there, yeah. we see Damien Cook there, like we should have, that's what we should have done yeah. uh, for our KO view. Oh, thank you everyone watching on KO this year. I don't know anyone who does, but thank you everyone who does watch. No, 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 what I mean is, I know this is an audio medium. Yeah. The, the, the mm. new world of KO and, and, and watching on stream and. Big numbers. Doing good things at KO. Big numbers. Okay, very good. Oh, did I tell you I had a bloke come up to me? I got it on. Um, He's on here, actually. Mm-hmm. As I was doing the half marathon. Yes. He said... Uh, yeah, love- hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, no, go, you, go, you. you go, you go, you go. Thank you. No, 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 you keep going. Well, yes, Joel, we'll get to the half marathon in a second. No, no, go no, away. we're not getting to that. No, no, I'm saying it just reminded me, um, he's an English fella and he listens to the podcast. So, hello to you. I don't remember your name because I was that bloody stuff when we met. 
doing the half marathon. Doing the half marathon. Doing the running 21.3 yeah. kilometres. Finishing, finishing in probably the bottom 10% of the field. We've already addressed this. 21.3 kilometres. Oh, no, yeah, you, you've done it again. Yeah. You've done it again, Joel. No, but <laughs> thank you for bringing that up because there are people that all the time, like Dave Allen from England, who is, uh, he works. Um, as a PR man at the darts, he always gets me into the darts. Good man, Davey's a big yeah. Leeds Rhino yes. fan. Uh, they had an unfortunate uh, loss. Um, Jess and Helens are a decent team. Um, and uh, he always follows our bets. Does he? So, and also... Oh, Apologise to him, no man. Bounds, James Bracey, a big listener. My God, hasn't success gone to his head? No. No, he's the nicest bloke in the history of the world. <laughs> oh, you thought I was being serious, Joe. <laughs> you thought I was being serious. <laughs> My well, God. I like to support him. nicest bloke in the history of the world. He is. Um, and it was nice to see him up in Townsville. Uh, we called out of the SEN box and... Um, uh, nice to see you people make the trip up to Townsville, where Triple M actually do like to go to these games sometimes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's been, he's been out of Sydney once all sure. year. Uh, the second game we've travelled uh, all year. Yeah. But uh, nice to see that uh, yeah. you know, someone cares. Um, our flares were abysmal during mm. the week. Uh, what did you say about the flares? Yeah, finals footy, not conducive to nah. Rick flares. Yeah. I think, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Well, when they lose, we definitely When they lose. When they, they win. Oh, uh, none... None from six. Uh, but let's go for the final time this year. And uh, <coughs> I really should have thought of one for this because I said I'd bring it back for the grand final. But our favourite segment. I can't believe you, can't believe you thought I was serious about James. I'm <laughs> such yeah. an obvious... He's a lovely... I know I pot everyone, yes. but I know... Fair dinker. Sean Ormeron. Yeah, now... I'm, I'm, I had one in the back pocket, but I can't. I just can't do it. Not even for the grand final edition. But it's it's in, it's in a similar it's in a oh. similar vein. It involves Joel Selwood actually. The uh, Geelong team as a whole, they do Mad Monday celebrations better than anyone. You're going to steal mine. And uh, and they have done probably the last probably 10, 15 years. Whenever they started that run many many years ago, then they won two comps out of four or five or something. They turned up and they've been they've been lambasted all year for being the oldest team in the comp. And now they're the oldest team to ever have won a yeah. comp. So they rocked up at Mad Monday. You probably all would have seen the vision in the retirement home. Very good. Van. Very, very clever. They had the grey hair done, the grey beard, a few walking frames. And the people that have come out and said, you, you know, you, it's disrespectful to elderly people. Oh, if, who said that? If you're offended at that, you, you just stay indoors and don't go out. As the, my favourite ever quote by Ricky Gervais, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And if you are offended by that, it's a joke. It's a piss take. H right, how clearly. can you be offended? I don't know. I don't know. You can't be offended. I don't know. Could it's I, all gonna have, we're all going to get old. Yeah, it's all going to happen to us. My, this is, it can't count as a ban because I'm about to attack the media. And you're retired from Bambi as well. No, I said I'd bring it back for the grand final. I've got a few things about the AFL grand final. Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams, everyone's, oh, wasn't he great? Wasn't he great? Yeah. To me, Robbie Williams is a bit like Mike Tyson after he came out of jail. Still had the big punch in him, but was a little slower and a little, uh, you know, just not quite mm. Robbie. Delta. No Bambi there. My God, Delta. I, I could go there. Good chemistry. Ooh. Good chemistry. I could go there for Bambi. Hey? I could go there for Bambi. Hold it. Okay. Um, no. I want to hear it. Well, see, do yourself a favour, right? So if you go and watch Nebworth Kids, Robbie Williams, and that is my sort of understanding of the song Kids, right? I just thought Delta 
uh, and there was rumours it may have been Kylie. We well, you I, know Kylie organised Robbie. Yeah, I don't doubt that. She was the one that said to Robbie, "Do it. This is yeah. an, this is worth it." So I'm going to go full tilt. With my my Bambi's actually not Delta, but I just thought it was a bit powsy wowsy. It was like they were almost high fiving and arm on the shoulder, and <laughs> that song is not that. That song is like we are a couple. Oh, you wanted this, more. You want more. No, I don't want explicit sort of R-rated, X-rated yeah. stuff. But pretend like you're a couple. Mm. They were out there almost high fiving and get a champ. Oh. You know. It was, I didn't find... No. Well, not enough chemistry for you. Not enough chemistry. So there's my first thought the baby. chemistry was okay. Anyway. Wow. The <laughs> next part is Robbie Williams. Now, he's going to be phenomenal. And, he, and you know what? He bloody was. So He was pretty good. John, it's the best I've ever seen. Oh, that's a big call. That's the best pre-match entertainment I've ever seen. It is. You know what he loses marks on? I hope I don't... St- no, you are. You are going to take it. Okay, go for it. No, no. Go for it. You've earned the right. Go, go for it. So... so Getting paid big, Spondula, yeah, right? We're going to go this A thing. massive crowd and a great opportunity to promote your concert. And he did such a good job that pretty much every person who was at the ground will be at his concert next year when he tours, right? So tick, 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 tick. Come on. Hit big hits, big hits, big hits. And then middle when you've song. got the crowd... The middle song. You go, and, and to his credit, which he's probably the reason it was there anyway, he said, OK, uh, let's play the hits. Obligatory song. Back to the... Let's get through what? this together. No, no, it's not obligatory. That's what he said that. But I know, but it's not obligatory. It's not obligatory, Robbie. It's not obligatory, So I'm, I'm saying that he, right, he actually wanted in there then played down as if, oh, I didn't want this, yes, we're going to well do this. Said. Yeah, so there you go. Get well that in there, Robbie. But still, the best pre-match entertainment I've ever seen. So Jimmy Barnes, come on oh, with this student. Go past. Well, it is. I, I, Who have you got in front of it? In Australia, I'm talking about. Chisel in 2015 was very good. Uh, I've got to think about it but, yeah. it. but the Robbie one just didn't strike me. You know, Lionel Richie... For the AFL oh. Grand Final replay, remember they brought him out on a week's notice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's pretty damn. That's good. a big job, isn't it? A replay, and you got to come up with all that again. Yeah, because you're charging the same amount of money, yeah. so you've actually got to provide the same amount of entertainment. I'm, I'm okay with that call, Shug, as big as it might be. But the the whole pub I was in was singing along to every song, bar the the one that no one had a clue yeah, what he yeah. was singing. Yeah. And, um, when he played "You're the Voice," that just went off yeah, its head. He, he, nice he knew he knew the he knew the crowd. He knew the yep. audience, and he played up to it. I agree. Probably could have kept that other one in the back pocket. Oh, no, but he had well, to. Well, he had to. Sorry, one last thing. Yeah, so, no good. He, good. he was he he's so smart. Dale Carnegie, one hundred and one, how to win friends and influence people. He gets up there straight away. He said, "I'm Robbie what Williams. About him when Here's my Australian marathon. band." Right, here's my Australian band. Tick. Johnny Farnham piece. Yeah, that was... Tick. Mm. Shane Warne piece. Yes. Tick, 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 tick. Uh-oh. No, that's it, mate. Oh, no, no, okay. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. leading up to yeah, another. Yeah. No, 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 that was no, all ticks. Perfect. No, no, it was, except for the middle song. Perfect. <clears throat> that Amy ad is one of the worst things I've ever seen. The arrival of the match ball was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> so it starts it starts with a parachuter basically being wood chipped by, by an aeroplane and then we had this stupid thing of the ball and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just a little too woke, the whole thing, for my liking. The whole day. It just is a, just, it, The AFL is the woke league. Can I bag myself quickly? Go on. So, as they ran out... You're going to bag yourself wearing bla- a black short sleeve shirt. Well, I'm wearing shorts. shorts. You asked me to wear shorts this week and I was in a rush. <laughs> anyway, so they run out, right? And it's the only game I watch all year. And I get quite excited about it. It's just, you know, it's really, really good. And I love the fact that they have the photo. The NRL could do that. Yes. You know, run out and do the team photo. I love the fact that they include the coach... 
to lift up the trophy, which we don't do. I think the yes. coach plays a bigger part than the captain in most cases. Um, but in my own head, <laughs> one of the Geelong players runs out, right? And they're about to do the photo, and there is one player in tracksuit pants. And I thought, have a look at this A-grader. Look at this bloody <laughs> right? It's beautiful weather, he's wearing tracksuit pants. Anyway, I'm driving the car, <coughs> heading out to um, Accor Stadium. And the winner of the uh, Norm Smith medalist, they're on the radio. <laughs> well, he started the day in tracksuit pants and now he's... Uh, <laughs> he won it. Oh, I thought the same thing. I thought this might has to be the emergency. Or <laughs> yeah. Maybe there was a, a hard luck story during the week, but yeah. he's still got the jersey on there. He comes out and kicks four yeah. in the first quarter or something. Rugby league players, be, on, be alert. 17 of you, maybe 18 of you, on, on Sunday night <clears throat> are going to receive the medal and there's going to be a kid, right? Do not fresh air the kids. A couple of those Geelong blokes. Tom Stewart, I'm naming you. You're a pig. I don't know you. I've never heard of you before Saturday. Pig. I mean, I get if if the siren sounds and the kid runs on the field, like in the in the commotion, I get that the kid can be ignored. But we're 10, 15 minutes after the game, the kid is handing you the medal. How do you just fresh air him or her? <laughs> this bloke just left this kid devastated. Is that and on the media manager? Hey? Is that on the media that manager? Is, no. No, but it, surely at some point the responsibility has to go on the player. But there, there, there's precedent from many, many years ago. I think every I, year. I th- well, no, I think when West Coast won it many years ago, a couple of players did it from them and they got just torn to shreds. So you know. But I think the the kids doing the introduction might have been a bit of a newish thing, but it's been done every year since then. Yeah. But I think also shouldn't have to be told. I think no, just be, be bit a human of, bit of a decent human yeah. angle yeah. there, I think. So, yeah, it's a good one. And also, back to the Mad Monday. Now, this is a shot at the media, so I don't. it's not a Bambi because we all like taking shots at the media, even if it's ourselves. I am troubled by the hypocrisy the media is is desperate for Mad Monday drunken debauchery stories, correct? Over, mm-hmm. the, uh, but yet at Geelong, and it'll happen with either Penrith or Parramatta, we'll be there as a, as a collective, taking shots of them in dress up. I find it's a grand hypocrisy that we celebrate Mad Monday, yet we are desperate, desperate. Have you got a tip? Who's been out and about on Mad Monday? Give us a call. The confidentialisation uh, of Mad Monday. I just mm. find that a grand hypocrisy. Anyway, my great, my great Bambi, I did. It was these two killing the World Cup market. On <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. Let's do a break because it is time to talk about the big game. Hey mate. Yeah, mate. Same game multi for tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. All right, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. All right, here we go. Penrith and Parramatta in uh, the big dance. He needs a cold shower every time he hears this. You won't those symbols coming. Don't make that fuck show. Oh dear. Can we go to another break while he composes himself? At least four times over the journey. Not appreciated enough, this song. Okay. It's not appreciated enough. Well, okay. Maybe we're old, Joel. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think that's what it is. I don't think I don't think I'd give it as full appreciation as probably what it does. Because you, you don't attach to what no, we do. No, I think that's no, what you used no. to attach so to. I think we're the problem here, Joel. Yeah. Um, look, you know, fourth meeting this year, two terms we have the to get rid of. Fifth, if you include the trial. 
Well, no one includes the trial. No, but that's it's, it's no teams have done that. Well, since. then they all saw each other at the NRL launch, so it's a six time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no, oh, was that that troll? It was okay. 36 nil. Okay, I'll give you one something. One team cared, one team did it. I'll give you something quirky, which I'm plagiarising from Crazy Rugby League fact stacks. Right? Oh, they're back. Yes. Uh, thank you, Crazy Rugby League. Yeah. Geez, they've provided some material. Yeah. They've had a little uh, hiatus for yeah. a few weeks, though. This is the eighth year in a row where teams have met in a grand final for the very first time. The uh, eighth year in a row. That's quite spooky. Yeah, that is, that's a, a crazy way. rugby league. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're good at. What seems such a simple stat, but only they're the ones that find it. Yeah. That's and you know what I, you know what I love? Already people are starting to go back in their own minds. Oh, yeah, well, the Storm played better. So South right? Canterbury that goes back to, I'm guessing? That would be yeah, the that'd one. Be it. Yeah, that'd that be would it. be the... Yeah. And speaking of that, I think this game is the quickest to sell out since South Canterbury mm. in 14. Uh, but what about Penrith again? I should have included this in my band, but God, they could find something to whinge about. It's one of the great clubs. This has become one of the great clubs. They won all the grades. Um, they've got a high-flying team. They're, they're in a dynasty era. And I read quotes. They're whinging that they had to play a day later than Parramatta. Oh, the Parramatta fans got an extra day than us to buy tickets. They're complaining they didn't get enough money for the minor premiership. They just do nothing but complain, Joel. Can I just say, too, and, and uh, I need clarification, I do believe the NRL's had grand final tickets open for a while. Yes. So if you believe they're going to make yes. it, which it was a fair clue, mm -hmm. according to the book, that they're going to make it, if you're waiting till grand final week and you support the Panthers and you're not getting a ticket, well, that's on you, isn't it? And the game sold out on Tuesday, yesterday as we record, which means everyone had a chance, every Penrith fan, every Parramatta fan, every neutral fan had a real chance to get tickets Sunday, Monday. No one has any cause to complain. I think this is good. I just find the whingingness of Pender, and maybe that's part of the success that they're such perfectionists that nothing but the best will do. do I think it's, I think it's good that fans, not not maybe good's not the right word, but the fact is actual um, the game sold out, so people are feeling a bit yeah. of heartbreak about not being able to see their team. That's good that, for the game. Good for the game. Yeah. Great for the game. Okay. So maybe next year they'll actually go out and buy a ticket for fear of maybe missing out a yeah. day or two later. Don't mind that. Um, what sort of game do we expect? Can I, before we jump into the game, can yes. I present the, the latest uh, scourge in rugby league media? Ooh. Ooh. You know we've got the, um, and it is a scourge, in the pre-season, training the house down. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Can I present to you the finals equivalent of signing the house down? If I hear that one player has stayed out there for... Hours and hours and hours and end and and signed thousands and thousands well, of really autographs an and took really thousands an and thousands of photos. Nathan Cleary and Sean Lane they're fighting it out for signing the house down. I've heard it. I've heard it a couple of times oh. as well. Yeah, Sean Lane. Sean Lane apparently <laughs> was out there till till uh, sundown on Monday. Apparently at the at the Parramatta open training session and likewise Nathan Cleary. Hours and hours and hours they're they were there. Making kids happy. How can you be? Well, so as long as cynical. as long as their kids are not those nuffy adults that go to watch their team train. Anyway, let's can, I, can I have something for our uh, listeners and rugby league fans in general to watch out for? Because this this will be very prevalent this week. It's called. We need a term for it, but for you know, better or worse, I call it the my view. Would we all agree that the the coverage that Channel Nine and Fox give, all the angles and the many cameras, mm. you just don't miss anything, do you? Nothing. Right. Mm. Okay. Now I am concerned for you to fall into this trap, Dan. So people and, and journalists are bad for this, where they've clearly got a very privileged seat, you know, 
maybe it's a commentary box, whatever it is. Oh, not the office. And, no, and they take the, it's not they take the photo. Let it go, they, Joel. But everyone, uh, everyone can see what you're seeing, right? It's called the My View. Look at me. This is where I'm sitting. How privileged am I? You can try and give it a name. It's not going to work. No. I, I will like, you fire off that shot? I will now. On the weekend. I, oh, now he's no. He was going to do it anyway, but now he's blaming yeah, me he's for it, and he'll tag now. me yeah, in. Yeah, so I'm only doing this. Clever. He's yeah. turned. He's done the old switcheroo. Very yeah, clever. Very you see at a boxing events, right? So everyone could see all these cameras on a boxing. There's someone sitting in the crowd with their my view. Fox League have got a, a red button this week, actually. Uh, both physios are going to be mic'd up so you can hear oh, everything yes. that goes down just to avoid any confusion because that's been the biggest story oh, yeah. in the world. I like, um, I, I, I like that everyone says, well, if the doctor said it, the doctor can't lie. Well, yes, the doctor can. Yeah. The doctor has taken a Hippocratic Oath. That's got nothing to do with saying, what, has a doctor ever lied before about something other than medicine? No. Yes, correct. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know what was said. I wasn't there. But I'm, I'm thinking Jed Cartwright did not react to what, and what, what is with Penrith trainers? <laughs> what is with Penrith trainers? Wait, to me the Penrith trainers are like, remember that ball kid that ripped the ball away or kept the ball away from Eden Hazard? Oh, yeah, Hazard kicked him yeah. in the nuts. Yeah. And we're sitting on radio, I'll get in trouble for this. That kid deserved it. Now, <laughs> Hazard deserved to get suspended. Yeah. No, no withers out of that. But you put yourself in the game, you deserve what's coming to you. So if Walker or someone else just smacked the trainer in the mouth, yeah. I'd go, well, hey, you put yourself in the game, brother. But, boy, don't they just love themselves a bit of them. Can I just ask you something about that game? Because you called it also, Dan. Um, at 12-0, did you feel as though the next try was off to the grand final? Yes. It In just... fact, I've got a lot of... I've got South family members pissed off at me with my call. <laughs> Never... They've said, geez, you, you said, oh, you wanted Penrith to win. Oh, i got the same thing. Yeah. And I said, no. I said, firstly, when a team's down 12-0, they're the underdog. doesn't matter how good they are. They are immediately yeah. the underdog. So you want them. You don't want them, but it's better if they score next because mm -hmm. it keeps the game interesting. And when Brian Tolles scored, the game, we all knew the game was over. Well, this guy, right? The game was over. This guy tweets in. I love listening to the call generally, but he said, but if, if Kane's calling Panthers are in the grand final, he said, I just can't listen. He's love affection for them. Mate, I'm calling the game. I'm calling the game. They are the only team in the finals <laughs> who I don't have a ticket on. They were the only team. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, how much money is on Sean Lane for Clive Churchill? We'll get to the full markets in a second. Tell you who is a very bad result. Dylan Edwards. Oh, that's the Dylan Edwards. Oh, oh, by far the, the worst finals. way. You're in trouble, Shorty. Yeah, boy. by far the worst oh, result. I had a quick look short, this morning. But it made me think, right, and we will get to that, but do you recall a player having an outstanding prelim into an outstanding grand final? Who's the player that comes to mind there? Oh, I don't this really... Is interesting. OK, so this is like the golfer that shoots a course record in round three. They yeah. never have a good round That's, that's right. So I, I, he'll have a good game, but, I mean, can you really... And he might get the Clive, but you mm. don't often see the prelim well, man in the match. Very hard to do. On very hard to do. Cleary's out for you because he had a pretty good game. He was man of the match, I think. Well, probably Edwards, but he Edwards. or Cleary were man oh, of the match. Edwards was man of the match, wasn't he? Edwards, yeah. 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 Think so. Uh, all right, let's get to some markets, shall we? Head to head, um, Penrith very clearly favourites, and I don't see much movement to this point, Sean. Mm. These seem to be the odds you put up. I, I'm going to guess, Parramatta. The, the public money will be on Parramatta, and that, those odds may just come in a touch. Well, it's it's funny. Usually we do um, just by by sort of way that the punters sort of go about it. Dollar thirty-seven looks a bit short. 
they generally sort of skew to the, the outsider. A little bit different so far. I, I think it's going to flip the other way, but Penrith are the best back so far. It was $1.39 a couple of days ago, so a slight little trim into $1.37. The line's moved a touch as well. That was 7.5 up to 8.5, which is that might have just flipped my uh, yeah. opinion of this game. Very, very interesting number, um, which I'm sure we'll dive into. But at this point, uh, Penrith rather are the, are the best back, but I would expect the... Uh, the Parramatta faithful to uh, to vote with their their pockets. Dan, just on that too. So I mean, clearly Parramatta can win this game. Clearly, it's more likely that Penrith would. Uh, the percentages behind it when it was a dollar thirty nine, so it's going to be close to that. Was sixty nine percent Penrith, thirty one percent Para. So do you believe that's about right? Thirty one games out of a hundred, Para win the game. No, I think it's a bit better than that. More, more than up thirty one. Yeah, less than fifty, but more than thirty one. But, I mean, that's just a feel thing. Yeah, that's a feel I, thing. I don't think... But that's how the pros do it, Sean, is That's it? right. Well, yeah, it's all it's all percentages. <laughs> and, yeah, people, at some time, you throw a bit of a curveball at them when you think of it like that, but that's exactly how you should be thinking about it. I don't think there's a there's a massive edge in the betting. It's it's often the case in Origins and Grand Finals. are generally pretty right. Um, but I think Parramatta might be a little bit of value. Just a little bit. Yeah. Grand Final try scorer Bryce Gibbs... Right, yes. who's famous for saying to somebody about, you know, what are we doing? He said, I've got two words for you. Outstanding. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he believes in 10 years there are two words. Uh, but he, he said to me, he said, oh, mate, Parramatta, they're one in 500 chance. Cool. I, said, I said, right, I'll, have, uh, I'll take the 500 to one. Yes. He said, yeah, minimum bet 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck getting that. Um, so we then go to uh, our next... Uh, collection of bets. The the big win, little win. Uh, Penrith very rarely beat Parramatta 13 plus, Sean, so I gather that thinking is typical grand finals might be close for 55 minutes, but then once a team has its heart broken, the winners just go right on with the job. Mm. Um, Jesus, some juicy odds, aren't they? For one, If you think 1 to 12, if this is going to be a typical Penrith Parramatta game, some nice uh, odds there. Penrith 305, Parramatta 450, Penrith 13 plus 230, Parramatta 13 plus 975. I think it shapes up pretty similar to sort of how I looked at the Penrith South game on the weekend. Had the had all the hallmarks of a, of a close game early, but I think there was probably a lot of upside in Penrith running away with it late. Like I did, and I think there, there's something similar there. So it could even be a you know back Parramatta to win sort of job. Or Penrith to do a to do a number. If it potentially has that feel about it. Has that for an each way bet? No, well, I was just you know how I like to get a bit fruity. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I'm getting fruity laying off, <laughs> what, was get, I, what was I looking at? Yeah, one to twelve. <laughs> one to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, but three oh five one to twelve. The line's eight and a half. Uh, seven and a half out to eight and a half. So it's plotting to be one. Threading to a needle. We don't no, like. We don't know. like threading you, needles. You can just here. picture me, right? <laughs> and, and like, there's 30 seconds to go. Be a cleary field goal. Nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. It'll be even worse. Right. It'll be even worse. Kick out's last game and kick out pops. Take me by 13. I'm just looking at margins. The last three have been very tight in mm. grand finals. So are we are we are we due for a blowout? So um, they push 14 it, they push of the, the last 20. Like Origins, referees don't want to blow the penalty and they coach accordingly, they'll push the friendship. So I, I think that does point to low-scoring affairs. Okay. Well, and that's the thing. Um, total match points. 
when these two sides get together, they're low-scoring games. And you talked about the, the thing, uh, the, the line ticking over from 7.5 to 8.5. The fact that's 38.5, Sean, huge. That's a massive difference to that in 37.5. That brings in 20 to 18. Mm. Um, uh, also, well, that, that's the main one. But 26-12. Uh, um, Penrith have only conceded 12 or uh, more than 12 10 times this year. 16 times. So there's a good chance they're going to keep Parramatta low. Mm. It's probably almost just as good a chance Parramatta's going to do the same to Penrith. Yeah, and I, I hate to look back to last week while we're trying to look forward, but my gut in the in that Penrith game again was they try and default to their defence first before trying to mm. really get on the front foot and blow teams away, which probably doesn't look like it eventually. They were down 12-0, but it only scored... I know they might have had a couple disallowed in that first half. Um, but I think, first and foremost, they're going to... They, they prefer, and we saw it in the, their two times they beat um, South last year, which is pretty similar matchup now, I think, to Parramatta. 26 points, 26 points. It was a six-point margin, a two-point margin, one apiece. It, it, does, it, does feel, it does feel very tight. It does mm. feel very tight. But, again... I'd, I don't mind the angle of if you if you are on Par, um, if you are on Penrith rather, and think they're going to do it, I probably wouldn't muck around with just a minus eight and a half. I'd, I'd be looking for margins. I think there's probably more upside if you do like them to begin with. Yeah, I I, um, I actually think they've been such a good defensive team. Exact total point zero. Like they're a yes. team who could come out and win sixteen nil or eighteen yes. nil or yes, they could. You know, that's that's not beyond the realms. Uh, I will say this. And not to flatten the grand final, but I don't think we've got two teams charging into a grand final with white-hot form. You think about a couple of tries for Parramatta, two of them where, where the players were facing their own goal line, where Lane sort of threw out a specky, <laughs> they scored in the corner. The other one was Moses throwing out a specky that went forward. And then the five penalty tries, Appy comes on, scrambles through. So it wasn't the construction that we're used to seeing built mm. by Penrith. Appy scrambles through. Campbell Graham, 40 seconds to go, bobbles it, Toto runs away, still should have got tackled. Mm. And then they kept putting Latrell Mitchell in the line. Mm. And Penrith just said, we should be Andrew Webb should have a lot to do with this, the attacking coach. He just said, well, if Latrell's in the line, just keep putting grubbers behind. They scored three tries off that grubber. Yes. So I don't think we've got two teams in white-hot form, but as you say, Sean, their defence, mm. it, it's just... And it's, it, that's a big watch for Gutho this week as well, because he got caught defending the line. Then, then Who scored the try? I think it was the Cowboys' first one when Cotter scored. He was defending in the line, then got caught in two minds, tried to retreat a little bit, and Marker didn't get over enough. And Cotter, I could have scored that try. He just went, I can't believe how much space there is, and just dived over. Listen to so, the technical talk. The try calls. Yeah, we, like, we, we, need, we need some sort of big screen. He'd be top five in the comp. Gutho for try causes, and I reckon most of those yeah. would be out of position for kicks. Correct. Okay, yep. uh, back to betting. Um, <laughs> uh, passive aggressive. <laughs> we are a betting podcast. I didn't realise I was getting uh, Joey's bloody chalkboard. <laughs> total exact uh, uh, points. Total exact Joey's chalkboard. Look at that. 13 points for Penrith or Parramatta. 13 12 type game. What about 19 18? 19 <coughs> points, $67, $81 for one or the other. $126 if Parramatta will score 13. $101 if Penrith scores 13. 13-12? Do you not see this possibly being 13-12? Cam, clip this up because this man could look like a genius come Monday. Oh, that could easily happen. 101? <laughs> 
I'm saying that on Wednesday at 11.50. Let, let the record show. What those odds are going to be. How are they going to see it? It won't because, be in the podcast. We'll yeah, we're going to cut that out. Cam, you got that? Yeah, just cut that out. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> uh, all right, so first try scorer, please. First try scorer. Uh, much like Origin, this market is dominated by wingers and centres in the past few years. Five of the last seven, or seven of the last nine, I think, wingers or centres. Centres, actually, the last couple of Go seasons. Left, <laughs> life is peaceful. Um, so, Go Brian, left, let me read this. Top, oh, $8. Stains, stains $9.50. Hung off, $11.50. Sevo, $11.50. Blake, $14. And I think I think Gutho off a little Sean Lane pass at 16 might be worth a little snip. But Penrith's left side, uh, Tungor or To'o seem to be the ones. Is that where you're going? Uh, top of the top of the page. Don't gyrate while you sing. Um, top of the page as uh, Sugar's singing. Okay, so I have got staples in my punting life, right? When I'm on the ponies and I'm just shooting blind, if there's a top weight double figures in a handicap race, Thank you. I want to be on you. When it comes to rugby league and big games, Dan, the last two grand finals, the last six state of origins, the last eight big, big games, go left. The left centre just scores. Yep. 13 tries by left centres in the last eight big games, which is the six origins of the two grand finals. Isaac Tungor. Yes, please. Okay. He scored last week as well. And uh, we're, b before we get to any time try scorer, and uh, we've got the same players on the screen, but for those listening, total dollar eighty-two. Jeez, that's not bad odds. Stains one ninety-five. I wouldn't be going near that. Uh, Tungle, Tungle two forty-five. Now that, that Sean, that might be the bet. I like his first try scorer, but that's a bit of bingo about that. Sevo two thirty-five. Blake two ninety-five. Gutherson three twenty. I'll just say this very, very careful. If you're betting a Parramatta right side player. They've only scored, they've only conceded Penrith 13 tries on their left all year. They don't, and I think that number's been stuck on 13 for a little while. Mm. So I wouldn't be going anywhere near that. I like Tungle at 245 there, uh, Sean Ormerod. I'm a little bit like a broken record when it comes to any time try scorers, but a low scoring game, I don't really love them, and I think it will be low scoring. So I don't know if the, the any times are, not sure it's conducive to a big same game multi anytime try scorer a thon, but you never know. Okay, so just on that for the tip for the punters, if you were doing a same game multi, would you maybe have a first try scorer into an anytime? How would you I would just a first be, try scorer into a last try scorer? I mean any times are fine, but I wouldn't be putting in the any more than two, maybe, and then try and find maybe a line or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so to get away from same game when it comes to any time, we've got some players perhaps at better odds that might you might think I'll just have this on their own mm. Moses Leota I don't know why they put him up I tell you why they put him up because Len has scored in the finals and Fisher Harris has scored in the finals and you brought it up early in the year it was a very astute observation Joel Penrith forwards right at the end of games I like Liam Martin for yeah. instance yep. to score you know um, Moses Leota uh, $10.50 but I would say in, you can take any of those Penrith forwards and get really good value and maybe get uh, some value. Moses at 7.25. Sean Lane at 5.60. Now, I know he is more provider mm. than scorer. That's a little tasty, though, Sean. Will Penasini, 4.30. I, Will Penasini, Parramatta's first try scorer last two games. Cleary, yeah. Cleary. 380, little grubber for himself maybe, again, and kick out 275 are some of the odds we're displaying. Penasoni turning quietly into a, or probably not quietly anymore, into a bit of an attacking weapon. Mm. Um, yeah, Sean Lane jumped out to me as well, but then you go back through the numbers, I think he's only scored 
two tries this year. Mm. Maybe three. I need to check that. But the one that jumped out at me was Mitchie Moses, above seven bucks. I know I'm not expecting a lot of points, but it is a big price. <laughs> oh, hasn't Mitchie. he come along? Yeah. Oh, hasn't he come I've always, I've always been a big fan of Mitchie. Mitchie. M- much, much maligned, Mitchie. Mainly from me. Mate, he um, was borderline in the in the. He was. He, he was the halfback of the Carrot Holland 13 for a long time, but he's out of there. Um, the reason I like him, I think if they are to, to put points on the board, I think they're going to have to play a little bit... Um, <laughs> Unstructured, and he's a, he's a really, really good support player. I don't think they're going to score many structured tries in the corners, just knowing how good Penrith are. But if there's a line break, um, he's a very, very good support player. He's all, he always seems to be the, the sort of Johnny on the spot. So and he can pin the ears back. He can, and he's sneaky, sneaky fast, right? And by the way, I'm told in my ear, Jake Arthur, the same odds, 7.25. You'd be nuts to back Jake Arthur. <laughs> now watch him score. Watch him score. I say nuts because he mightn't get on. Um, if he gets on, that's as bad luck, isn't it, Sean? Or you don't return money for that? Um, I don't think if you get off the field, then it's it's a refund. But Ooh, I'll have to check. Okay. Not well, sure. Not sure. Not that that. But, but the odds are he's going to get on for five minutes. I wouldn't mm. be going anywhere. Unless it's an injury, he's he's not playing. I just checked uh, what you braced. Uh, the last Panther try scorer against Parramatta, the last three games, last four games, yes. James Fisher Harris, yes. Lenu, yes. Martin, yes. Capewell, all forwards. All forwards. There you go. Mm. So there you go, nice uh, team working in unison here. Um, now, our favourite market, because some of us have Sean Lane at 201. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> now, what is, what is before we, we uh, look at these odds, in fact, I'll just uh, rip through them. Cleary, $3. Gee, it's, I think now the odd, you can actually back those odds. Moses $8, Edwards $8, Yo 11 Hasn't Edwards overtaken Yo as now Penrith number two for Clive Churchill? Dylan Brown, 18 Sean Lane, how man? Come on, Sean. $21. Um, what I mean by that, uh, um, Sean, he's been so short all year, Nathan Cleary for Clive, mm. but now that we know they're there, mm-hmm. $3 actually looks pretty tasty for a team that's, what, $1.37 to win the <coughs> game. I yeah. wouldn't touch it because it's, it's you know, a so, 34-man field. I don't want to be taking $3. Yeah, so to, to make him a bet, um, and I, I generally skew... For some reason, this market, they, they generally um, put too much weight in players that just have no chance of winning it. Hmm. A couple of centres, wingers, bench players, that, that sort of stuff, which props up a few of the other players. And it's generally a market where you can find some value in the favourite. I can't quite get Cleary to a bet at $3. If, if they're about, let's say, $1.40 for the game, then that means um, he's a $2.14 chance. If you know they've won the game, he's $2.14 to have won the class. So to make him a bet... You've got to make him sort of a toss of the coin, an even money shot. I, I don't think he's there, given how good Dylan Edwards is going. And the other factor of Isaiah Yo, he's always there as well. I think they're the only three that can win it for Penrith, though. So I don't think it takes a lot of massaging to get him to 50%, Nathan Cleary, but I can't quite get him there. The you one can't talk yourself into kick-out? Yeah, kick-out's a chance. So he can do, he can score two tries, lay on another. He just doesn't... They You go through the profile of players that have won it. There's a lot of players there that don't. And unfortunately, Sean Lane is one of those. He doesn't fit the profile of a Clive Metal winner. At 200 to 1, though. Oh, he's killed your conspiracy no, play, play on, play on. I'll tell you about profiling. So the three biggest common denominators of winning the Clive, the major one is that you've already played for your state or country. 23 of the last 24 had. Do you know who the person who wasn't? Who hadn't? Glenn Stewart. Ryan Pappenhausen. Ah! Oh. He's Decent the only one player. in the NRL era who hasn't, who hadn't pl- prior to playing. Um, the other one is 
The other one is aged between 23 and 27. Yes. And there's one other one, uh, one, six, seven, nine, or 13. Only, right. only four players in the grand final qualify. Murata Nakore for Parramatta. Yo, okay, scratch. Uh, Yo, yeah, Cleary, Big chance. Luai. Luai? Okay. Yo, all aboard the Yo. Luai, Luai coming. I, so I'm, Yo has not had a dominant final series. No, he hasn't. He's been fine. But he hasn't been the the five man of the match in the first twelve rounds, Isaiah. He, he, was, I, he was top three last grand final, I reckon. Can I make an argument for him on this occasion? There, there's there's going to be so many. All of Parramatta's um, game plan Cleary. is going to be centred around Nathan Cleary. They let him off the leash first week of the finals, and but they won handsomely. It was close for a long time, but they can't give him. The luxury of, of not being put on his ass every time he's kicked the ball, and this is going to have so much heat around him. I think Isaiah almost becomes the dom the, do the dominant half. Um, kicking the ball clear, he's obviously still going to do it, but I think Yo is going to get a lot more touches than maybe what he totally previously has, and, and which is another factor. I can get his percentage higher than and clear he's down. Eleven dollars, I can I can make him single figures easily. Isaiah, she's in love with. Uh Dylan Utley. Love with him. By the way, Dan, if you go to uh, Clive Churchill, there's many markets, jumper number. Uh, you can also have either Dylan to win the Clive Churchill. There's a stack of markets there. Right, OK. Who are the Dylan? Dylan Edwards. Brown. Brown. Oh, Dylan Brown, of course. Uh, all right. Uh, we're doing flares now. <laughs> Just woo! With caution. With caution. <laughs> now, we've only picked one thing each. There's no fancy same-game multi. I like these flares, though. These are... These are grand final conducive flares. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. good sales pitch. Yeah. Until Monday. Right. We go Until like Monday morning. Conducive. <laughs> All right, let's see. Am I first? I see my name first on here, so I'll go first. Half-time draw. Half-time draw. Why do I say that? It's $8.75. I don't think the odds are anything special. <laughs> Firstly, I, th I think it is going to be a tight game. Hasn't been a half-time draw in a grand final since 1976. You've, oh. you've said I know I've said it every year on the podcast. <laughs> but in my last ever Sportsbed podcast, <laughs> oh. uh, I, I believe it's going to salute $8.75. Um, huh. The questions we're going to cop on Twitter now. Who's Dol oh, West Dan going? Is he really quick? Is he really quitting? I, I might be. I don't know. Oh, Honestly, I just I don't. You'll be back. Uh, probably, You'll be back. But, you know, there's a negotiation that has to take place. Um, oh, I know. I tear up at this song. Andrea Bocelli. Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> well, this keeps Leicester back. City. It's too emotional to let you go, bro. Um, oh, go away. We'll get him back. Go away. We'll get him. Um, you two can do it on your own. <laughs> oh, look at him. Bring in Jarv. Yeah. Oh. Is it, where, where's Jarv? Well, I it's miss good. Jarv. So do I. I miss Jarv. Again, no, you two oh. put the knife through it. Sean, your <laughs> flair. Now, sadly, uh, woo, we're going to be, one of us is going to be dead and buried here because I'm also playing in the halftime full time. But I'm looking at. Uh, Parramatta first half, Penrith to run home with it. Very, very similar to the last couple of games that they've played. $8.25. That does jump out of me. I've got to, I need to go back through the numbers, but they, Penrith don't seem to jump out of the box. They are a little bit of slow, slow starters. And I think if the Eels are to get anywhere near them, their forwards are really going to have to come out and do a lot better than what they did last week because the Cowboys smashed them. I know they didn't have a lot of the ball, but when they did, the Cowboys were all over them. So they can't do that. Going to have to start good. I think Penrith might just have a bit too much class very late in the game. $8.25, don't mind it. Mm. Okay. Eels, Eels, Eels at 440 seems good odds, only because they're, what, 310 to win. You would think they're a good chance of being in front at half time if um, they're going to. Don't mind that win. at all. No. 
Well, if it's going to be the tight game we suspect it is, it, this is the right game to go the reverse half-time, full-time. Joel Kane. Yes, uh, for me, uh, my flair is this. Oh, geez, you put it in the official. But that's your retro round voice that you just put <laughs> on me. Either team by six or less. So now for me, so, so six this, points <laughs> <laughs> this would work in um, with your bet, Sean. Yep. Parramatta to get off to a lead. Oh, yep. Three dollars ten. Actually, it would work. <clears throat> but I will say this: I am starting for a similar price. I am starting to lean to the Panthers one to twelve. <laughs> You're going to overthink this. I'm going to get, I'm going to get two for you. Like, do you yourself? like one to twelve? Best You're going to tie yourself uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harry I'm, I'm, okay. I'm thinking about a saver. You know, I've got a decent um, twenty-eight dollars fifty. I don't want to know about it. Wait, twenty-eight dollars. Wait till I've got. Can't announce it on air. No. Can't announce it on air because you'll kill the, I'm not the, the say juju. The collect. Okay. Okay. That's no, I'm enough. saying yes. Yeah, you yeah. are. You're announcing the bet. I don't care how Yeah, that doesn't matter. Okay, you're right. You're right. Play on. That's why Sean Lane will not win Clive Churchill. We've announced it. That's right. It's dead. That's right. Um, The reason why Joel put on his retro voice, it's because it is time for (laughs) retro. And, well, we have to go back to 1986, don't we? Um, I I think an underrated grand final, uh, underrated because there were no tries. But let's go back to the SCG. And so starts the grand final. Things didn't start well for the Eels when Mick Delroy was sent to Disneyland in this early tackle. That tackle on Delroy got him right across the ear. And to add insult to injury, the ref ruled no try when Brett Kenny regathered this kick from Peter Sterling. It's a try! No! He said no try! Well, he's ruled that Kenny didn't force the ball. No doubt Brett Kenny had the ball, but on the way down it fell out. Bulldogs hard man Peter Kelly soon found himself sent to the sin bin. So a touch judge comes in, he's put him in the bin. He's put Kelly in the bin for 10 minutes. But it was this indiscretion in the play the ball which allowed Cronin to post the first points. And it's a penalty to Parramatta. There he goes, that looked better for Cronin, he's got it! Yes! 2-0 at the break, and the Eels thought they should have led by more early in the second stanza. Around and there's Cronin. Cronin to Groth. Groth. Mortimer's after him. Groth beats Mortimer. Kenny's waving to him on the inside. Will he pass the ball? There's Kenny with it now. Kenny! 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 Oh, it's, a, it's no try. It's a penalty for a double movement. Twice Brett Kenny's been over the line now. Twice. While Peter Kelly was clearly in a rush to get back on the field... A little dash from Turvey Mortimer ultimately allowed the Bulldogs to draw level. Terry Lamb gets the penalty goal for Canterbury. Although Parramatta retook the lead when David Boyd collared Ray Price, high tackles were becoming a major issue for the Bulldogs. But with four minutes left on the clock, it was 12 on 12. With seconds left, Canterbury hammered Parramatta's line. A little kick by, oh, Brett Kenny! But the exhausted Eels held on for a 4-2 win. Perpetual motion and Mr. Nice Guy, Michael Cronin, are held aloft. Yes, there we go. Do you like that grand final, John? Uh, I was pretty young for that. Mm. I, I, you know, I like the fact that it is a bit different. Um, love the way they finish. There's plenty of ball movement. Actually, just on that, um, when I think about the JJ Gilton Shield doing the lap of honour, I think about that grand final. Huh. If Penrith win the grand final, bring out the JJ. Get the JJ. Your obsession. Your obsession with this shield is borderline um, Sorry, unhealthy. You reckon, don't you think we should see it out there? 
Yes. Because that's what we used to do, nostalgia. Play my bloody <laughs> song to it too. Now, he'd be a great FU. Bring out the flag trophy. Bring out the oh. yeah, trophy. Bring out the New South Wales club. club. Doing the run around. Say, no, no, no. Just let the players just look at this. We own rugby league. Yeah. In fact, yes. you should do it. Yes. Uh, let's do this. Best bets. And for God's sake, just multi them two up. Joel Kane, you can start us off. Oh, look, I've already mentioned it. I've already given the, the cat out of the bag, so to speak. Let the cat out of the bag. Isaac Tungle. I, I, I love left centres in big games. They just don't let me down. They're highly profitable for me. <coughs> so I've got to be on him. Isaac Tungle, not only that, Parramatta do concede a lot of points. Opacek, of course, uh, out of the game. Oh, well, we think he's going to be out of the game. Bailey Simonson, um, not so new to playing there. They're going to target that, no doubt about oh, that. 100%. Tungle's a terrific bet. You almost said certainty, and I would agree. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sean Albright, please. Yeah, I alluded to uh, to my sort of angle in this game. I think if, if the Eels are going to be any chance of winning this game, they have to be in it early, and even more so at the halftime break. So plus four and a half, I think, is a great bet. Dollar eighty-five. You've got a lot of upside in that. Um, and, yeah, I, I just don't think if they're not in this, if it's not... If they're not within that margin at half-time, I think it could be big, big trouble mm. come late in the game. So you're not going to chase down Penrith. I think you're going to have to win it from the front. So a little bit of insurance on your side at half-time, I, I do like. Really good angle there, Dan, because you pro-rata it out for the second half. He's right. You know, you've got to be on the hook early in the game. I think that's, you're right, that's a better bet than the plus eight and a half of the game. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Which that. Which, to be fair, I was close to putting up the, the, the match line, but I think... Yeah, there's a lot of upside in a really tight first 40 minutes. Gentlemen, the way Simba was presented, oh. I present to you the shoe-in <laughs> of the oh, year. Oh, no. The shoe-in of the year. The bet of 2022. The shoe is on the stage. It has got absolutely no hope now. 38 and a half. Now it's under. On, now it's on, on our team. Under. 80% <laughs> chance of rain at Homebush on... Uh, Aren't you enjoying La Nina? Hey, <laughs> 16 degrees, 80% chance of rain. 70% Saturday, 80% Friday. It's going to be a heavy track. It's going to be a greasy surface. I present a oh, double. Oh, no. Both shoes, <laughs> shoe-in of the year. You're, you're drinking out of both of those. If we get this best bet multi home in the grand final, you're drinking out of both of them. On our, well, on our, on our, now, on our now, mad Monday. You've been warned. If, now, you've been listening for 31 weeks. You know, bet tongue or at the, uh, any time try scorer and Eels first half line, you'll get about 450 or something for that. You don't need to add my shoe-in yeah. of the year. <laughs> come on, shoe. Uh, but anyway, if you want to, uh, ooh, $10. Come on, come on. Elizabeth, Elizabeth shoe. Are this again, yeah. Sean, or Please. are you actually going to put this up as a get no. outside multi? You know what? For the grand final, I'll, oh, uh, thanks. I'll, I'll put it together for us. Now my schedule's all back on track. <laughs> I know it's Wednesday. By the way, by the way you know, can, can you do a hub with the get them on side... So they just go there and take you over. Was that too hard, Basket? Yeah. What, chuck all these up? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. You send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Busy afternoon in front of me, but yeah. I can do that. No, it's too hard. It's too hard. Uh, this is it. We're done for the year. Now, I've got to think. Remember, at the start of the year, we didn't have a studio. 
Uh, and, and the people at the NRL and NRL.com, they really have, they did us a solid. David, the NRL.com <laughs> boss, and all his team have been fantastic in welcoming us. And I mean, again, we've still got the black curtain. Can you imagine having to put up with our uh, chat for 31 weeks an hour? Right? Every, I know, and they're there doing their jobs. Uh, we've got all the team back in, uh, in the studio yes. right there, Paul and Jack. Uh, Michelle, our graphics maestro, yeah. the two Steves, yep. Cam, of course, yep. who I think does does attack the markets. I think genuinely he does attack the yeah. markets before he puts it to air, and I think he's profited off us. But that's good; he deserves it because he's, we mentioned uh, DK, DK, uh, of DK, Lily, yep. exactly. Yep. Well, I was getting to sorry, all mate. I'm just Jeez. looking after you. And this time, when you leave, right mm. for the uh, I'm the not fi- turning the light the off. final time. <laughs> Yes, my final ever. They're working feverishly behind there. It's grand final week, and you think you're pressing a button at the door. Every, every How many week. times have you done it? He turns the, the last eight weeks, I know. I reckon 20 times out yeah. of 30 weeks. Yeah. Uh, it has been a pleasure. It has been fun. So um, uh, the podcast will be kicking on absolutely in 2023. We'll all probably be here. Sean, good luck. Thank you. By pleasure. The way, Thank all, you for hosting. Outstanding job. Dan McPherson. No. <laughs> That's an industry top, and the size is schmedium. It's been Mate, he's got the guns out. Uh, I'm, in fact, it's declaring been... him poorly walnuts. <laughs> Look at him, bag of walnuts all over right. Yeah. He's just it's been... out of his body. Viewers, viewers would, they've seen this before. Are you going to get near? Uh, tonight. I'll get yeah, tonight. Joel and I yeah. have a trip overseas, so that's not going to improve. What do you call the linen? Oh, the fat man's best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both wearing the And I'm wearing the black, by the way. Uh, enjoy. Uh, when do you get married? Uh, late November. Good Thank luck you. to you. Thank Good you. Good luck to you. Thank you. Uh, do you get an invoice? <laughs> yes, to work. I'm hosting it. <laughs> to work. <laughs> the invoice. <laughs> yeah, no. the, in- the invoice. The invoice is on its way. No, no, it shan't be charging. Anyway. You can't charge. Put your shoes back charge. on, Elizabeth. Yes, you can. You can't charge for a wedding gift. No, you can't. <laughs> No, how, I can I, how can I charge for someone I'm, I'm close to, close to mate? You know? <laughs> no, that's a good question. You can't charge. I, I didn't. Did, I'm not part of the former <laughs> circle. Um, that's it. I don't think there's anything more to be said. No. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Uh, gamble responsibly. And do you want one more warning? Uh, yes, deposit limit is the way to go. It most certainly helps you yes. keep your betting in check so you can have some fun. Enjoy your week, folks. Grand final week. Sean Lane to get the Clive Churchill in a beaten side for Penrith. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs>